I went back to the message that I've been preaching on uh, being made righteous by God, made righteous by God. And I want to come to the conclusion of it today uh, by the grace of God. So stand up with me. This is actually scripture. I found this scripture and I said, God, I know I need this scripture because I need my ears to be able to hear what God is saying. Um, So the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as I learn. The Lord God has opened my ears and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen. I know you guys know that scripture by heart by now. And I'm glad that you, you memorize the word of God and it's there. You can always say it. And the Holy Spirit will bring it back to you in your time, your prayer time, your quiet time uh, uh, to minister to you. So there's a subtitle to this message, which we already talked about. I call, I titled it, The Fruit of Your Righteousness. So we're going to be talking more about the fruit, fruits of your righteousness this morning. Some scripture we already read this morning, right? The fruits of your righteousness. There, is, there are fruits to your righteousness. God gave you righteousness, but there are benefits that come from the righteousness that God is giving to you. But you have to know that God has made you righteous. And don't ever doubt it. Because if you doubt that God has made you righteous, you didn't make yourself righteous. God made you righteous. And if God made you righteous, the devil cannot make you unrighteous. It's impossible. Everyone has sinned. That's why I wrote my track, Good People Don't Go to Heaven, because I'm a good man. And it's nothing like that. Because God says, there is none that's good. And let God be true, and every man a liar. There are no good people. There are good sinners, and there are bad sinners, depending on the people you are around. But before God, everyone is told a lie. And the Bible says if you sin in one thing, you've committed sin in everything. You've broken the law. You don't say to the government, well, I didn't do this. I only killed one man. The other guy killed ten. So I'm not supposed to go to prison. You broke the law. Every one of you is going to prison. But God made you righteous. That's the message of the cross of Jesus Christ. God himself looked down, gave the son, and took your own righteousness and gave you his own righteousness. Second Corinthians 5 verse 21. He gave you his own righteousness. And there's no righteousness anywhere in the universe that can be compared to God's own righteousness. can be better than that. And all God wants you to do is receive it and be thankful. So, like in uh, Ephesians 2, verse 8, you can't boast because God gave it. God gave it to you. You cannot boast. 
that you earned it because I'm a good man. No, it doesn't happen. So God made you righteous. And so in Romans chapter 5, verse 16, I want to start from there. For if by one man's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace. You know, God was going to destroy the whole earth in the days of Noah. And the Bible said, Noah found grace in the sight of God. Noah was a sinner just like the rest of them. But God was going to destroy the world, but Noah found grace. And then God began to reveal himself and what he was going to do to this man that found grace in his sight. And guess what you have? You have received what? Abundance of grace. Not just grace, abundance of grace. I don't feel like I have... Feeling has nothing to do with this. God is true and every man a liar. You're including your feelings. If they contradict this. Abundance of grace. Grace has the power to transform. Grace can change a terrible man into the most pleasant, peaceful human being. The power of grace. When you are found grace in God's sight, everything around you changes. Including your own life. Grace is enlightening. God begins to walk with you as if you are equal. He sees you like his son. I know that's kind of hard for us to think about. But Jesus said in John 14, you don't have to put it there, verse 20. He said, at that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. One with him. We were made in the image of himself, in his likeness. Can you understand that? Not only in his image, but in his likeness as well. So basically, we're less than him, but we look exactly like him. Hello? We look exactly like him. That's why the Bible says, when we see him, we'll be like him. We'll be transformed. So just to be like him. We're already like him. We're just in the flesh. So we have... Not going to, if you are a Christian, you have received abundance of grace. The thing is to receive it. It's already been given, right? It's thing to receive it. And believe what God said, that God has given you abundance of grace and also the gift of what? Righteousness. He gave you the gift. <laughs> You have the gift. Wouldn't it be terrible if I bought the new iPhone, the best of all, okay? And I gave it to you. This is a gift for you. And you took the, took the gift and then stretched out your hand. Please give me that iPhone. 
What's wrong with him? He, you have this iPhone. It's your gift. Please, let me have this iPhone. I bought it for you. It's your gift. I just gave it to you. Sir, uh, is there anything I can do for you so I can earn the iPhone? I bought it for you. Right? But that's what we want. Hey, God, can you give me abundance of grace? I need grace. Well, the Bible said, you received what? Abundance of grace. Why don't you acknowledge it and begin to spread the word? Like you received the iPhone. Ah, this guy bought me a brand new iPhone. And you tell about it, right? And you go back home. Hey, wifey. Wife, okay? This guy just bought me a brand new iPhone. Ah, really? Did you, you knew him well? Yeah, he says he likes me. He just gave it to me. Are you sure there's not something behind this? Okay. But God's giving, giving it to you. But not only that, he gave you the gift of righteousness. Right? So you have received that gift. And when you receive the gift of righteousness, guess whose own righteousness belongs? It's your gift. It's your righteousness now. Amen? So you can walk around telling, hey, I got righteous. See me? Yeah, you're wicked. Yeah, I know that. But now, uh, God has given me the gift of righteousness. But that gift has fruits provided. It's not that God just gave you righteousness just to be righteous. There is fruit to it. If you maintain your righteousness. Amen? We used to sing a song when I was uh, a new Christian. It said, move on to the righteous side. Move on to the righteous side. Move on. To, we are able to go up and take that mountain. All you need to do is move on to the righteous side. Move on. And in those days, I don't know if I really understood all of it. I was new Christian. But boy, it was a good song. Move on to the righteous side. Move on to the righteous side. Leave that deadly side where they sin. It's the righteous side. And I said, God, just help me. Move on to the righteous side. You have been made righteous. Amen. So now, move on to the righteous side so that you can eat the fruits of your righteousness. Amen? There are fruits to your righteousness. God said to the children of Jacob, I didn't ask Jacob to serve me in vain. You can never serve God and not get something in return. You may not get it at the time you think you want it. Because he knows better when you really need it. Amen? And But he's on his way. God doesn't change. He's the same person. And we have to find out, like he said of Abraham, the ways of God. So once I discover the ways of God, I got it made. No matter how the enemy comes at me, how, whatever means the enemy wants to bring his light to my life, I know the ways of God. Amen? So I have peace. I remember Jesus saying, my peace I give to you. <laughs> Do you really believe that? Okay, if you really believe that, how come for this little problem you can't sleep? 
right? He gave you his peace. Yes, I have the peace of Jesus Christ. Yeah, but you are worried. I can't sleep because of a little problem. Do you believe Jesus can take care of that problem? I believe that. But you are still worried. My peace I give, I give to you, not like the world gives. So you are totally unmoved by what the enemy throws at you. Because he already told you, because you are righteous. I like that scripture. Isaiah seven, uh, 54 verse 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue, because words matter, that rises up against me in judgment, you should condemn. And then he says, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. How many servants of God do we have here this morning? Are you a servant of God? That is your heritage. That's your inheritance in Christ. And the scripture, Jesus says, the scriptures cannot be broken. The scriptures cannot be broken. When God has spoken it, that's the truth. That it must manifest in our natural world. It's the truth. It must. Otherwise, there's no need to read the Bible. I used to tell a story long ago. This guy, he went to uh, maybe a a doctor's office. And uh, he had this uh, tiny black book. Tiny black book that... He revered so much and was constantly reading the book. He was waiting to get his turn to go in to see the doctor. And he got all that patients around. And uh, he put that black book, you know, gingerly down somewhere carefully. And then after a while, after his, then he picked that book again with so much honor. And then he turned to the page and read the book a little bit and... And he gingerly put the book down. And this guy was watching. He says, boy, that must be an incredible book this guy has in his hand. I said, sir, what book is that that you're reading? The guy said, it's the Bible. My Bible. And he says, uh, it's mightily thin. He said, yeah. Every time my pastor says this doesn't apply to us, in the New Testament, I go back home and I rip it off. And every time he says, that was for Peter and it's not for us, I go back, find the passage and I rip it off. And what I have here in this precious book is what our church really believes. He's ripped off all the Bible. So basically, if you believe it, accept it. And if you don't, don't read it anymore. If we don't need the Old Testament, rip the Old Testament of your Bible. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You got to believe the scriptures. Just like the way God said it. There are fruits of righteousness we just read. That God will increase the fruits of your righteousness. So right now, even if you don't know it, even if you don't know it, your righteousness is producing for you. 
You're not just aware of it. But there are certain things, including giving to the work of God, that will also increase the fruit of your righteousness. There are other things that will increase the fruit of your righteousness. So what are these fruits of righteousness that we are talking about? If you read in Psalm 1, verse 3, it says of you, it says of you, it shall be, that's the righteous shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season. So God planted you. Can I hear an Amen. You have been planted by God. And if God has planted you, nobody can uproot you. It's impossible. Because God will never take his eyes away from his plant. And we're not talking about the tree out there. It's a human being that has his likeness. For whom his son died. You are that precious. You have been planted by the rivers of water. You have. But I don't feel like God has planted me. You need to get more understanding. So you will turn. That they should understand and turn. And I should shoot them. Once you understand it, you will turn. If you understand what I'm saying today, that God has planted you, you have no reason to be afraid anymore. Because God, your Father, has not given you the spirit of fear, but of love. You got that spirit of love. God has planted you. So God plants you by the rivers of water. Rivers of water. You are being encircled by the Holy Spirit. The river of God. Purifying you constantly. Because God planted you. By the rivers. So that everything you need is there for you. Out of his belly shall what? Flow rivers of living water. But God has planted you there. And brings forth his fruit in the season. Whose leaf also shall never wither. And guess what? Whatever he does. What shall prosper? Do we really believe that? Whatever. You want to ask me whatever, what that word means? Whatever. It doesn't matter what you put your hand to do. God's always in it. And when he doesn't want it, something will let you know in deep inside you that God is changing your assignment. Amen? But you have to believe with me this morning that God has said in his word, which cannot be broken, whatever you do, we what? Prosper. What is impossible with man is possible with God. When God has spoken, when you read in the Psalms, those scriptures are forever established in heaven. And God will not let one of his word 
go back to him, Lord. You know that, Isaiah 55. So whatever you do as a righteous person will prosper because that is a fruit of your righteousness. You get it? That is the fruit of your righteousness. Because God has made you righteous, he has planted you by the rivers of water, whatever you do will prosper. Even if it seems like it's not prospering right now, forget it. In a negative way, they say it's an accident going somewhere to happen. But this is different. You are a lot of goodness going to happen somewhere. Amen. That's the truth. That is exactly the truth. Don't look. Sometimes we're thinking about ourselves and what we can do, what we have done. This is not what you did. You didn't tell Jesus to come and die for you. Before you were born, he already did. Because he loves you. There's nothing you can do to make him love you more. His love is always there. And thank God you responded to his love. With glad in his heart. And glad in the Father's heart. Forever, the day you responded, you remember Jesus said, there is more joy in heaven over one sinner that turned to God. Remember that? Among the angels, the angels, they recognized you when you came to him. And there was so much partying in heaven because of you. And then you're looking, I'm just a lonely person. Oh, come on, get out of that pity party. Gosh, don't you do this. I'm suffering right now. Keep saying it. And Satan says, we got him good. We got him good. You know, sometimes people want to repeat what they are going through to look for sympathy. Yeah, you get sympathy from man. But with Satan, he knows you have opened your mouth and surrendered. You know what boxes do? They're looking for the weakness in the other guy, right? And if they punch you, and you, you do something like, wow. And they see it, hey, I've got him. Guess what they do the next time when they come back? You can be beating them. They are not careful. They're waiting for that. Let me heal him that spot. And you do it again. Oh, I got him this time. So he keeps coming back because he knows after a while, you are going... When you keep talking about all these failures and all of that, when God says, whatever you do will prosper, you're contradicting his word and agreeing with the enemy that you won't prosper. So Satan knows he's got you in the corner of the ring. And he's going to pound that thing that hurts you. May that never be your portion in Jesus' name. That is not your portion. But what we're talking about is the fruit of righteousness. Whatever you do will prosper. Listen to what the Bible says will happen in the days of Jesus Christ on the earth. The days of the gospel. Listen to this. Psalm 72 verse 7. In his days, the righteous, say with me the righteous, shall what? Flourish. And abundance of what? Peace until the moon is no more. Is the moon still around? 
It's time to flourish. It's time to have abundance of peace. And God cannot lie. All you have to do is, God, I believe what you say. I believe it. That's what Gladys the Father's heart. He seems like what he's saying doesn't make sense because of my circumstance. But you abandon that. Why we look not at the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. You're looking at the word of God that is unseen, and you're believing the word of God that is unseen. And as you believe the word of God that is unseen, the word of God and the grace of God, the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness begins to transform your life into what the word says. We look into the mirror. And then we are transformed. The mirror is that word. And we become like what the word says. It's a miracle. Amen. In his days, the righteous will uh, flourish. The moon is still here. So this is the time to flourish. God, uh, I need the flourishing, please. Hallelujah. I thank you. You are such a good God. This flourish stuff that you're talking about. I want to experience abundance of peace and that flourishing. Go back again the next day. God, this flourishing thing is my portion. I got to get this flourishing. Amen. Listen to this. Another fruit. Proverbs 15 verse 6. In the house of who? In the house of the righteous, there is what? Ah, I'm coming to your house to find them. <laughs> is this what God really said? Can I believe this? I don't want to come to your house and you tell me you have a lot of treasure and all I can find is asphalt to make <laughs> Things that are not precious. Treasures. You think God understands what he meant by treasure? You're going to tell him what treasure really is? Treasure means treasure. That's precious things. Amen? Precious things. That lifts your life from being there to being here somewhere. Treasure in the house of the righteous, and I am righteous. There will be in my house treasures. Well, I think that's means the kids. Really? Your kid is not gold? Define it right, okay? That's how we take off. Well, you know, I have... That's not what we're talking about. Uh, the scripture says what? Mush. Mush what? <laughs> if it's kids, God help you. <laughs> Got much kids? You need help. 70 kids in one home? From one woman? That's not what he's talking about, okay? I'm just being... So you can understand what I'm talking about. I said, peace. I have peace in my home. Uh, peace? That's treasure? 
Can you give that to somebody? No. God means what he said. The problem is we just don't want to believe it. That's what the scripture says. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Amen. In the house of what? How many righteous people do we have here this morning? How many righteous people? God made me. If you don't like it, that's your business. God made me righteous. And I can acknowledge it boldly because of what Jesus did on the cross. I'm not going to boast against you that I have, I'm more righteous than you know. I got it as a gift. But in the house of the righteous, there is much treasure. Psalm 68 verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who what daily loads us with what benefits. He daily, how many days? Does it have anything to do whether you are feeling good about life or not? God says he loads you with what? Daily with benefits. Some benefits you are totally unaware of. How is protecting you, protecting your children, protecting everything, and charting the path of his goodness in your life. Because the scripture says, goodness and mercy shall follow me, what? The righteous all the days of my life. Then I'll dwell in his presence forever. And those are scriptures. Does it mean evil things won't come your way? Yes, the enemy is going to tempt you. To turn your eyes away from the word of God and believe a lie. Because you feel it in the natural. But it has nothing to do with feeling. It has to do with what God says. We have to believe the scripture. It's better to just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even if he's going to kill me, I will still believe God. I'm, st- I'm not going back just because I see the fire and the threatenings. I'm not going back. I'm going to stand with God. And I'm going to do what's right. I'm righteous. You know, the question is not sin, 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 sin. The Bible tells us, Hebrews 10, if you have been purged, you don't have the consciousness of sin. That's not who you are anymore. And every time you go there, he hurts your heart. He hurts your heart. And you want to go to God. God, please forgive me. I don't want to go there anymore. And so your life is totally transformed. Because God made you righteous. And when God has made you righteous, then you begin to be righteous. Because that's who he has created you to be. A new person. That's what the Bible tells us. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. So God made you new. And your new person, your new man, doesn't want to go back to the old. Because you have accepted what God says. You see, the best thing to do to honor God, do you know what it is? Accept what he says. No question. Even if you don't understand it. Then you really please him. Then he's found a friend. And then God begins to show you things. 
If you were like Noah, and God's telling you, you've never seen anything rain before. Nobody's ever seen anything rain. And God's saying there's going to be rain and flood, and I want you to build this boat. And you are building the boat for a hundred years. You have enough time to change your mind anytime you want. Because Noah built the boat for about a hundred years. But he never changed his mind. He believed his God. He never questioned, God, the boat is about ready now. When are you going to send the rain? Are you sure there's going to be rain? We don't know what's called rain. And I'm sure people were mocking him. Right? Just like they mock us. Because... 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14 says, The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. They are foolishness to him. He doesn't understand it. But you understand it. You know why you understand it? You are the righteous. Can I hear amen? You are the righteous. So it makes sense to you. And then when you understand it, God expects you According to the words of Jesus, let they should hear and understand with your heart and turn and I should heal them. So once you understand it, you turn. And once you turn, God has to bring his word to pass in your life. Amen? I got to move further quickly. So God daily loads us. When it comes to trouble... We always will erase that. And we'll come into that quickly. Favor. How many of of you have heard the word favor? (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, nothing wrong with it. Pastors pray for favor over their people. May God give you favor and they pray for you. Favor, favor. I like that. It's, 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 it's good because they are speaking the word out. Amen? And God's going to confirm the words of his servant. Okay? I want to show you another aspect of this. Okay? The word favor. And I want you to establish it today in your heart. That just as God favored Mary. Okay? The same favor is available to you same favor. Mary had a favor for her assignment. Right? Mary, the mother of Jesus. But a lot of people don't realize Mary wasn't the leader after Jesus died and rose again. Peter was. And Mary was under Peter's authority. A lot of people don't realize that. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was one of the 120 people that were at the upper room when the Holy Spirit came. But she wasn't the one leading everybody. Peter was. She had an assignment. Peter had his own. And you have yours. Amen? No one is bigger than the other. It just depends on what God has for you. Amen? That's just the truth. Psalm 5 verse 12. For you, O Lord, we what? Bless who? God has no choice about this. 
according to the scriptures. Amen? He has to bless the righteous. And how many righteous do we have? I mean, you've been raising your hands. You really mean that this morning. God will bless the righteous. That's who God is. You, oh Lord, it's not like God, you are not blessing the righteous, you have to do it. No, that's who he is. His person is to bless the ones who are righteous. So you are blessed this morning. Going somewhere to happen. You are blessed. For you, oh Lord, we bless the righteous. His blessing upon your life may be different from the blessing that's in this brother's life. But that's because of his assignment and what he's programmed you to do for the kingdom of God. And he will give you all the resources you need. Amen? For you, O Lord, we bless the righteous. With favor, you will surround him or her as with a shield. God has surrounded you with favor, according to the scriptures. A preacher can speak it on you, that's good, but God has already confirmed it in his word. Let God be true and every man a liar. You are surrounded this morning with favor. Say it with me. I am surrounded this morning with favor. Favor is all, it's like a shield. That favor that God has spoken. It's one thing to hear it from the mouth of a preacher blessing you. But the Bible says there is a more sure word of prophecy. Which is in the scriptures. That says God has already confirmed that you as a child of his, you are surrounded with favor as a shield. You know what a shield does? Protects you from everything that could cause problems. Now, now you got favor all around you. Like a shield. Can I hear amen? There is favor around you like a shield. A shield. Protecting you. Everywhere you go, you go with favor. Because it's surrounding you. What are you? The best thing to do is see the scriptures. I'm surrounded with favor. I'm surrounded with favor. When you wake up in the morning, I'm surrounded with favor. Have you seen Samson? Whenever they... Do, uh, Delilah will bind him and all of that. And those people with Samson, <laughs> he raises up, rises up like, no big deal. I'll go out again like before. Amen. You have been surrounded. These words have already been established in heaven. For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. And surround the righteous with favor as a shield. The reason why you don't feel like God's favor is in your life, you're not saying it to yourself enough. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Joshua 1 verse 8. But you shall meditate in it day and night. Then you are able to do according to all that's written in the book. In other words, you can arrive at the place of what the book says. And then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have what? Is this speaking to every Christian? Is this speaking to every Christian? Is this speaking to every Christian? Are you sure you can make your way prosperous? By saying, I am surrounded with favor. And your friend looks at you and says, hmm, 
I think you've lost your mind. With everything that you're going through, you're still talking about this fever. They're looking at what they can see. But then when the day of your manifestation comes, and God begins to show them, hey, you were wrong, you see? And then they walk up to you and say, yeah, my sister is uh, having some problems. Could you pray for me? Now they've seen favor. Amen? Because you are surrounded with favor as with a shield. You have to believe it even when you don't feel it. Even when you can't see it. If you can only believe, all things are possible to the one who believes. When there is another part of favor. He says, the desire of a righteous man shall be granted. So, if you don't have any desire, there is nothing to grant. Hello. That's why Isaiah 54 verse 2, he says, extend the borders of your tent. Don't spare. Think Believe. Have a vision greater than yourself. If you can handle it, you don't need God. But think about something that God can do through you that's bigger than yourself. And so when you tell them, it's not me, it's God, they'll say, we know. We know it's God. Uh, we know you are not as smart as you think. But uh, show us how to get to this God. We already know this is God doing it. Amen. God will give you victory. Every man born by a woman will have trouble. But the Bible says the eyes, Psalm 34 verse 15, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. How often? God's eyes are upon you every single minute. Every single second, his eyes are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. The righteous cry out and the Lord hears and delivers them out of how many of the troubles? All the troubles. Who is God doing this for? The righteous. The righteous. And who are the righteous? And looking at them. Doesn't matter how you feel. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are righteous before God. Some man might think you are wicked. <laughs> but God's not looking for their opinion. He says you are righteous because you accepted the Son. And He's going to transform you from glory to glory. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. In other words, there are a lot of troubles coming your way. You know why? The devil knows you are surrounded with favor. And he wants to bring some disfavor over your life. But God delivers you from all of them. Amen? According to the scriptures. Proverbs 12 verse 21. I like this one. No grave trouble will overtake the righteous. Hallelujah! No grave trouble. No matter how strong that trouble is. 
No matter how great that trouble is, will overtake. And this word is forever established in heaven. No grave trouble. That's the bad problem. They're going to take my house, everything. I'm going, my children won't have anything to eat. What am I going to do? God said, no matter how grave the trouble is, it will not overtake you. Because you are the righteous. You are the righteous. Psalm 37, verse 39. But the, the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is, he is their strength in the time of trouble. There's a song I like to sing. This is, Hear my cry, O God. Give heed to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to thee. When my heart is faint. I'm not going to sing. That's Amy's job. <laughs> Let Michael tell me, don't do that again. <laughs> but he is the strength in the time of trouble. Can you say that? God is my strength in times of trouble. Psalm 146 verse 8. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises those who are bowed down. Are you here this morning? And it seems like some problem is coming to your life and it's making your life miserable. You feel like you are being oppressed, bowed down. God says he's going to raise you. God says he's going to raise you. He raises those that are bowed down. This I always love. The Lord, what? Loves. The Lord loves the righteous. You know, I like to walk to a fellow and say, you are looking at a man that God really loves. (laughs) He looks at you. You lost your mind. He loves everybody. Yes. But for me, As a righteous man, his love for me is special. They won't like you very much. But that's who you are. The Lord loves the righteous. Because he made them righteous. Stand up with me. I'm not going to go further. You got to love scriptures to establish that today. Amen. You know, all I'm saying today is God is in your heart. You, don't, you are not aware of it. There is faith more than a grain of mustard seed in your heart right now. You know why? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I believe you heard today and you, you received Right? When you receive the word, guess who you received? You received Jesus. He is the word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word was God. You received God this morning. And he's honored by you receiving him. 
when God honors a person, but it says, God says, the one who honors me, I will honor. So God's going to honor you today. And whatever thing you're dealing with, no matter what it is, there's a change coming. The change has already begun. Right here. You will hear it. There will be testimonies. I speak it in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's testimonies coming from this message this morning. Because God is producing a change in your own situation. Right now. Right now. He knows who you are. His eyes are constantly on you. And I need you to believe that. God is even more honored when you believe him in the presence of trouble. That honors him a lot. And the one who honors him, he will also honor. We're not going to do much this morning, but I want you to lift up your hands to him today. And we do this in surrender to what he's told us this morning from his word. From his word. Most of his things I said to you from the scriptures, right out from the word of God. And believe them that your situation is going to change. That's all you need to do. If it's not according to the blessing of the Lord, that situation is going to change. Beginning right now. Because God is here. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is right here. He is right here. He is right here. You see what you're doing right now? You are honoring him. You are honoring him. And he who honors God, God is going to honor. God will honor your life. God will honor your life. Father, I want to thank you for your people today. I want to thank you that the blessing of God are upon your people, the righteous people of God. And God, I want to thank you. Yesterday I saw the unity among the men as they prayed for one another, as they spoke. I just listened. I see that God is doing a new thing in our church. There's so much unity. And I thank God for you. I thank God for our church. I thank God that God has opened your eyes to the vision, what he wants us to do as a church. This church is going to be great. Not because of any one of us, but because we are bought into his vision. And he's going to make you the church great. And as the church rises, every one of you, I speak in the name of Jesus, you will rise. You will rise from a, a, a place of obscurity to where every single one of you will be known by what God is doing in your life. Great things are coming our way. Say it with me. Great things are coming our way. Let's say it again. Great things are coming our way. Let's say it like we mean it. Great things are coming our way. God bless you with this means.